Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm, well, I'm one half of the presenting duo today. Uh, the other half's not about, so um, we thought we'd, uh, we'd, we'd pull a guest in, a guest co-presenter, I suppose, uh, however you want to put it, but uh, but yeah, and uh, friend of the show, Scroobius Pip, hello. Hello, mate. Can we start by, um, I've been wanting to do this for a while, can we start by analysing the word about and the way on the word now and how you get the way that you say them out of what's written on the page? Right, okay. <laughs> Explain. So, now, obviously, N-O-W, and, and how do you pronounce N-O-W? Now. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and about a b o u t about about <laughs> how would you spell that about a I have no idea a b a a t maybe a b and just a few a's on the end and maybe that... a b a i t maybe no that'd be a bait <laughs> well it's good to see you in the spirit of our coalition and just ripping <laughs> ripping each other straight before we've even even really introduced the podcast um anyway this week we've got uh bang boom creative as one of our sponsors if you look at our videos you'll see the amazing work that they do but he also works with some amazing charities and people far bigger than us so yeah always great to have luke on board as one of our sponsors um <laughs> Oh no, you don't do them anymore, do you? No. You do them dropped in now. It's all dropped in, so uh, we'll get that as a double. Well, let's do that now. We'll uh, we'll, we'll have a little uh, interlude of chat from Chris and I about our sponsors. Right, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Moto Recall. Yes, it's one of those lifestyle utility apps that every phone should have. It's got the practical, the nostalgia, and the dream. From eighteen to one one eight, there is something for you. It's what you make it. Day-to-day reminders of tax and MOT on your cars you've in your current garage. I, for one, sometimes been driving around in my car not being MOT because I forgot. So it's a bit of a lifesaver. Absolutely. I mean, never buy a second-hand car without knowing the history. You know, Provenance. Moto Recall makes sure you aren't caught out by allowing you to perform a full Provenance check on the vehicle. With just the car reg, is there outstanding finance? Has it been in an accident? Is the mileage legit? You'll get the full picture, powered by experience, with a data guarantee. I wish I'd had that in the past. And and with this app as well, you can build your historic garage with photos and data that you can not only look back on for yourself, but you can share it with your mates. You know, every car is a memory. You used to have that cat in the hat car. I'd love to have seen that. 
I mean, if you don't have an historic garage, like build out your dream garage. You know, what has caught your eye? What are you dreaming of owning? And the best bit is free. Up to 50 cars and provenance checks are pay as you go when you need them. Experian aren't as nice as the Moto Recall team, of course. Download the app for free. Search Moto Recall in your app store. M-O-T-O-R-E-C-A-L-L. Moto Recall in your app store. Uh, hello, this is uh, Charles, um, Chaz from Love Beer, uh, and, and I'm here to tell you about why I sponsor uh, Hardcore Listening and what, what love-beer.co.uk does. Uh, I am a fully certified by the British Beer and Pubs Association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars. I have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like Facebook and HelloFresh. I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to keg supply. I also offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just want to also let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs we can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician. Also, while I'm here, have I mentioned the Land Raver Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3 that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown. The Three Beeries 3 is a custom-built, high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. Hello, I want to take a moment to shout out one of our wicked sponsors, eggfried.com. They are a streetwear brand. They produce t-shirts, sweats, hoodies, handmade denims. It's all inspired by hip-hop, punk, choir fashion. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, head over to eggfried.com and and have a look on the website because it's not just the design, it's the layout, it's the website. You know, the creative team... Over there, absolutely on point. There's just some some great stuff there, and and not just for adults as well. They've got small fried, which is their range of kids' <laughs> clothes. And if you want your kid to just look beyond cool, like head over and check that out. And they've given us a discount code, right, Chris? Yes, egg salad. If you type egg salad into the discount coupon section, you get yourself a tidy little discount. And when they send out the stuff, it is packaged exquisitely. You get little goodies in there, stickers, and it's all wrapped up beautifully. So check out eggfried.com. Okay, lastly, we want to thank, and certainly not leastly, we want to thank, is leastly a word? (laughs) No, it's really not. Right, we're going with it. We're going with it. So we want to thank Luke Van Boom. Luke Van Boom has a company called Bang Boom Creative. Luke is a a long-time sponsor of this show and a friend of this show. If you see the pictures of Chris and I on the socials advertising this podcast, them happy snaps were taken uh, by the genius that is Luke Van Boom. I mean, that's just the tip of of, of what he does. Chris, do you want to explain a little bit more about what Bang Boom Creative does? 
yes, it's all about fresh interview production. So they're all about content with a heart and soul, making films of all kinds, shooting dynamic photographs and putting smiles on faces. They're passionate storytellers working with a diverse range of brands of all sizes. You know, their work includes short film, viral video, animation, hidden camera stunts, product demos, live action, 360 imaging, and music promo. And they've worked with a ton of companies as well. Universal, uh, BBC Children in Need, even the Mayor of London, Katie Piper, the NHS, the Dogs Trust. They've, they've worked with a lot of companies. It's, it consistently blows my mind, you know, the stuff that you've just said there. Why does he have anything to do with us plums? Stop talking him out of it. Right. <laughs> There you go. Um, right, so today's topic, just before we even get started, um, if this is your first time listening to Hardcore Listing, uh, most weeks it's uh, me and the co-host Christopher, and we get guests on. Not always guests, but um, we do have guests. And what we do is we ask them to pick a subject, and then within that subject we count down a top five in and around it. And... Chrissy's uh, away on a uh, romantic uh, weekend uh, for his uh, girlfriend's uh, birthday. Uh, and I'm away next weekend. And so we was kind of like, all oh, right, we need to kind of try and get some some episodes recorded. And so, yeah, I rung you up and you was like, I've got one that I want to do. Should we see if Big Papa Jay wants to join? So I was like, that would be fun. Um, I like the fact that you're all keen to get Big Papa Jay on a podcast that isn't yours. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> super keen to do a podcast with Papa Jay outside of my feed. Um, but he is also on a romantic uh, weekend away. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit suspicious of that. All oh, right, okay. Are they are they secretly swinging and just not not proud enough to, to let everyone know? Poor Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's two... Although poor Molly and poor Antonio, yeah. whether they're swinging or otherwise. I mean, there's two very attractive <laughs> women in the mix there. <laughs> Justin and Chris. <laughs> yeah. That's a lose-lose, however you look at it. I mean, just... I mean, as much as, as we're mocking Chris, I want to g- 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 get in quickly and say, obviously, I've done these, these Where's Your Head At episodes recently. Yeah. And other than my goddaughter Lola... The feed and my mum. The feedback I've had the most for has been Chris, because people were so, so amazed by. I know it's not nice to be nice to Chris on here, but the stuff he's been dealing with in this pandemic, the the approach he's had, the way he's not only dealt with all these things that have been thrown at him, but also improved himself yeah. and made life changes for himself. So, as much as as we love to have digs at each other. It's been so lovely. It was lovely to have that chat and then lovely for other people to be r- r- reaching out and saying, the Chris episode just got me. So, yeah. And, it's, you know, it is one of the things that it doesn't happen that often on this podcast, but every now and again, the, the conversation will detour and, and become something very serious. And mm. and it's, we always find that we get the, the best reaction from, from listeners when that does happen. And, you know, because, yes, we dick around all the time, but we are just like, you know, we do like a a serious chat as well. But it's only... Well, I was was talking about it in a recent interview, and obviously the drunk casts have always been popular, and it's us three getting drunk and acting like wallies. But I always explain, I chose you two really carefully, because I know, aside from the walliness, 
you're both good people who've got good outlooks. So when even when we're pissed, if we get onto a serious subject, it's not going to be awkward. There's not going to be, oh man, he said something a bit racist <laughs> or, or, or whatever else. It's always going to be, no. And again, the easy example I always give is in one of the first ones we got onto the subject, at the time there was a lot of hype about or fear of men dressing up as women to sneak into women's t- toilets b- because of the trans laws on sure, toilets. that's right. And we had an amazing grown-up conversation on the fact that trans women are women and it's ridiculous to have this crazy m- made-up fear of this f- fictional evil man that's yeah. sneaking about dressed as a woman attacking people. And yeah, things like that. It's it's why, yeah. And, and I think that comes out on Hardcore Listing. All your followers, all your patrons... L- love that you're Wallies, but then also love when you have things like the Patreon mental health Zoom you did and mm. stuff like that, and everyone really opens up and can feel s- s- safe in doing so, you know? I presume we're just going to dick about on today's, though. Oh, yeah, absolute bellends. It's nonsense. <laughs> right. What's your top five going to be, Pip? I've, I'm, I'm a bit annoyed I, I brought this forward because I've had this in the bank for a bit, but I hadn't firmed it up. And then having to figure it out in the last 24 hours has been... I genuinely woke up several times last night and had to make a note on my phone so that I didn't forget someone. Yeah, me and Chris do that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Um, Well, I was quite surprised when I went, Pip, don't suppose you can do us a favour and do a top five tomorrow? And you went, yeah, I've got to do this. And I was like, fucking hell, where'd that come from? Like, you literally pulled it it straight out of the holster like it was ready to go. So it's top five... TV character names or TV show character names. Brilliant. And yeah, I, I thought of it a while back and I'll be honest, getting my number one, I felt was easy. Okay. And I think anyone who listens, anyone who's thinking of their number one now, if it doesn't match with mine, like, you know, top fives are subjective. Yeah. The number one here isn't. It's oh, the okay. right answer. That's the rules. Um, right. <laughs> the rest of them, I've had a nightmare because I mentioned it to my my brother and he's thrown some in this so i've got about 10 honorable mentions that's all right that could have been in my top four but my number one's firm so well, yeah i've i've kind of done a chris and played with the rules a little bit uh yeah. i'm only going to throw a couple in just to keep the chat moving um but I, i've got five but two of which are from films that i i, I couldn't not use the other three are from it. tv okay yeah all right well i'll let you start well, the first one up, I've got two in here that I don't think are shows you're going to have watched. Right. So we might not have loads to talk about on it. That's why I've got so many honourable okay. mentions. But are you a fan of Arrested Development? Uh, I've got the box set, yep. Yeah. Um, Michael Sierra's character in that, introduced in the first episode, and his character name is a joke that continues to make me laugh throughout the whole series. And his name is George Michael. And it's just repeatedly hilarious that this t- American teenage boy is called George Michael. And they obviously they reference George Michael, George Michael. And honestly, man, that that made me laugh for so long. And it's just perfect. That the keeps fact that giving, it's just, it? It just it constantly, it gives and gives and gives. And even when it's not referenced, they just there'll be times I'll get used to it and then they won't say his name for a bit. Yeah. And someone will say... Uh, where's, uh, where's George Michael? <laughs> just, or he'll introduce himself. And Michael Cera again, the the ever teenager. Like I think he will always be playing, age sixteen to twenty two. I don't think he's ever going to get any older than that. 
and yeah, a young, skinny, nerdy American kid called George Michael just consistently Brilliant. slays me. And and that might have been number one if it wasn't. Well, it can't be like can it? because number gag. one's the actual one, isn't it? Undisputable, yeah, yeah. But it might it might have been higher if it wasn't just an an intentional gag. Yeah. That clearly they're all like, this is just so stupid. See, I like. Like I, I like really. I mean, that's obviously a very simple name, but just that little connotation makes it so much funnier because it's yeah. it's perfectly normal that someone should be called George Michael, like. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and but I I just love a really simple name that suits the character. Yeah. And so I'm going to throw one in from an American TV show that I think. Also, I just want to add. I think. The, the fact he's a teenager makes it funnier yeah. because George Michael existed. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so it's not just like... I mean, it's even worse to imagine you you were called George Michael and then George Michael happens and you're now... <laughs> you, your name isn't yours anymore. But again, it's the fact that it was after George Michael was born. That's God, literally sorry. like having a kid now and calling it Bono. It's like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's not your number one, is it? No, it's not. Thank God. I'm just going to throw one in because it... As, as I was just thinking then when you were talking about Arrested Development, I was thinking about uh, uh, another American comedy that is on in my house 24-7 um, because my kids love it and it's that's Modern Family. Now, I, you don't watch yeah. Modern Family, do you? I do. I watched the first few series. Right. And then um, I've not I've not really... I've not followed regularly. So... It was... Uh, uh, the, the, uh, the dad, Phil, yeah. is one of the best characters ever written. And, 100%. Yeah. So that's the character I'm going for, right? Uh, and you wouldn't have probably got this this episode because uh, it takes a while for this to present itself. Uh, and just the name uh, Phil Dunphy is brilliant because he looks like Phil Dunphy. And and I think in about series six or seven, they they bump into somebody that uh, his wife Claire went to school with, and she's desperately trying to show her friend that she's done really well since school that you know her mm-hmm. kids have done well and then basically they're, they're in a supermarket and then the eldest daughter who's pregnant walks up like shunt with a load of like booze in her hand saying how cheap it is in front of this woman and like it, it, it's just everything that you just think oh come on kids just like make your mum look good for once it just obviously doesn't because of the nature of the show and then phil comes over and introduces himself and she's like oh hi i'm blah 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 and I didn't see it coming, and he just puts his hand out and he says, "Hey, Philip Humphrey Dumphy." <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think that's such. A, I love a reveal of a name of a character that you've known for ages. That makes me instantly think of. Do you watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No, I don't know. It's amazing. There's a character in that called Mac. He's just been Mac the whole time, and it isn't until like series six or seven that you find out Mac is obviously his abbreviated name, his nickname, and his name is Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was it was just comedy gold to deliver that full name right when she just wanted everything to be perfect as well. Just to drop to drop in Humphrey Dumphy was just fucking golden. I'm 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 going to sling in an honourable mention here because it's one that is like this, but it wasn't intentional, so that made it even more yeah. a- amusing. But have you watched The Wire? Yes, not for a long time. So, I watched it when it was on. So about three or four seasons in, 
a guy gets out of jail, um, former gangster. He's trying to go straight, but it's when the, the the kind of war is going on, and they they pull him in. Stringer Bell, I think, pulls him in to 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 come back to that thug life, and it just slayed me because his name is Dennis Wise, and Dennis Wise <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Was was Millwall manager, player manager, obviously Chelsea legend, but a very short white man, not a big tough black guy in an American gangster, and it just slayed me. It's like, how have you come on the name of Dennis Wise? Brilliant for this this gangster, completely unintentional. Obviously, I'd imagine, I'd imagine it wasn't an in joke. I've got a Dennis Wise story. Go on. Uh, I went to a holiday like resort. Uh, in the UK, like it's a place called Potters, like an all-inclusive kind of like holiday resort, and went there for a few days. Uh, and so you all eat in this sort of big restaurant, and and on the first day, I, I spotted Dennis Wise, and this was probably about Amazing. four or five years ago. And you know, not that my knowledge of football is, is saying anything, but obviously he was a Chelsea legend. He's going to be just about just outside of your era. He was watching, isn't he? He would have just been coming about. Well, and then... do you know what he was? But I think was he at Wimbledon first? Yeah. So he was he at was Wimbledon. Wimbledon. He was the the tail end of the of the crazy. He gang. was yeah, exactly. So I remember obviously the the, the crazy gang with Jones and Fash and stuff like that, and Besant and uh, and and yeah, and I remember like thinking I said to Carol, it's fucking Dennis Wise over there. And obviously she knew him because obviously he was an international player as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. When it was the evening entertainment, the guy that kind of compares it and hosts it, he's he's, he's a pretty old school style entertainment, and it's like you know we'll pull people out of the crowd and make them do stupid things. He spots Dennis Wise, and like <laughs> Dennis Wise obviously just wanted a quiet break with his family and friends, and this yeah. this guy was relentless. He was just getting Dennis Wise up on stage every night. Dennis Wise did not want to be there did not want to do it and was not playing ball wouldn't put a wig on it was like and it was kind of weird because you do just think oh put the wig on like just go with it it'd be less painful but yeah he weren't playing ball and uh i honestly think dennis wise if he had to do top five worst holidays that one would be in it because he just got absolutely ruined night after night and it was to the point where like when the entertainment started you'd be thinking right where's dennis <laughs> Go and find Dennis Wise. <laughs> Get him up on stage I, again. I love the idea of that entertainer looking out in the crowd and seeing that he's struck gold yeah. and looking again. I'll leave R- Robbie Williams alone because he looks miserable. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll go with Dennis Wise instead. Oh dear. Um. All right. So uh, we've kicked off with George Michael and um, we've had a yeah. few. Uh, <laughs> so it's making me laugh just saying it. Then it's such a good name. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, yeah, incidentally, uh, I've been listening to, uh, I listened to George Michael on Desert Island Discs uh, when I was walking the dog this morning. And uh, if you've not ever listened to that, that's a great listen, that is. I think it was just after he'd done his community service for one of the many rock and roll acts of, uh, of, uh, of, of yeah, yeah. Uh, weird behaviour. This was the one when I think he'd done the Snappy Snaps uh, car in the front of yep, the shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that, was a, that was a hell of a one. But yeah, great listen, that is. But that's not what we're here for. We're, uh, it's a different George Michael today. Um, number four, please. Number four is a guy that I think is undeniably a great name because he transcends his show, transcends everything. I don't remember a single episode of this TV show. I don't remember the name of any other character, yet I've said his name loads of times. I've heard his name on Hardcore Listing numerous times, and it's the one and only Cyril Sneer. <laughs> That's a great name. What a name! I honestly don't know any of the other raccoons. I don't particularly remember the show. The raccoons were kind of f- fighting against Cyril Sneer and yeah. his his son or something. But Cyril Sneer as a as a rich evil baddie. But what was he? I don't know. I think they were just a creature of their own. I think there has been discussion on here that yeah. they're ant eaters, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, he was Cyril Sneer. What and it just it sounds is oh, it's just. Imagine being the creators of that and stumbling upon that name and going, oh, we've got our villain. <laughs> we've got our lead baddie, Cyril Sneer. Do you think there's like that kind of thing that you see on on social media where where it's like, uh, pick your grandfather's name uh, and one of these expressions. <laughs> yeah. like, and, and you've got your villain. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, Martin, I don't know. Martin, uh, why can't I think of another facial expression when I've been put on the spot? <laughs> yeah. I don't Martin Grimace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. That's a cracky one. I, 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 it's really weird because that was one of the cartoons that 
seemed to transcend the age gap between Chris and I because he was yeah. very much into that. But I remember watching I don't know if it was because my brother watched it that I would watch that. But I remember really liking that. And I, I'll tell you what I've seen. One of the, not Riker, but one of the uh, the other artists that do these kind of like toy creations uh, has done like a gangster Cyril Sneer. Amazing. It's so good. He's just got a big like basketball, uh, like base, uh, basketball sort of vest on. And uh, I can't think if he's got like a spray can in his hand or something, but it's so good. And I was just like, what a cool little character to pick up and make a toy of. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kids TV shows have a lot of, of great characters. I've got one more to come, so I'll, I'll warn you in case you want to drop any. But a few of my honourable mentions were, like, He-Man had loads of good character names. Mm. And the one that stands out to me is Evil Lynn. Yeah. It's just simple. <laughs> well, just I was going to mention... Evil Lynn. On Kids TV show, I don't know if you remember Willow the Wisp. Uh, not not well. That was just before me. But I remember it being a thing, but yeah. Well, there was a, like, uh, a really angry television uh, that would that was on legs and it was called Evil Edna and I just remember and it was just like a really Evil sort of Edna. Aggie Nan that was a television. Uh, um, Have you got any kids uh, uh, TV guys in your list? Because I've got one more I'll, I'll drop in here as well as an honourable mention. I, as I, I haven't got any in my list, but yeah, go for it. Bungle. <laughs> That could have been number one <laughs> so easily. One. That so easily could have been number one. I came up with it after I'd made my five, and I was like, I don't want to replace anyone. But Bungle is just so... It cuts through. It sums up that character perfectly. It's become part of the the the, the, the lexicon of yeah. the world. Like You can think of someone as a proper Bungle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? I, I really want to know what your number one is now, because if you've you've literally fucking swerved Bungle, why did yeah. I not think of that? What is Bungle? Number one is going to blow your mind. You're going to be all over number one. As soon as I say number one, you're going to go. Of course, right. That's the best TV character name ever. Bungle's a bear, I imagine. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, v- v- very much so, Stu. Like the original. <laughs> There's no imagining about it. He's a bear. And I know, but we've spoke about this before because obviously. Uh, sponsor Luke Van Boom turned up in my garden to deliver his Christmas present dressed as Bungle because of course he did legend Bungle makes me feel a little bit uneasy um, yeah. there's something I don't like <laughs> people in big suits like yeah. things like that George and Zippy I can deal with like the Muppets I can deal with but when they're like big it just weirds me out uh, Wombles or Mr. Blobby? Would that do you in? Wombles, I could deal with. I could beat a Womble in a fight. I wouldn't. I wouldn't start on, Miss, on Mr. Blobby. Like, nah. um, and, he, and I mean, uh, you know, as, as if we're going to start looking at his fighting credentials, like he's he's not backwards in coming forwards, is he? Nah, not at all. Like, yeah, you wouldn't want to be squaring up with Mr. Blobby or Bungle. Like, I wouldn't. I think the good thing with Mr. Blobby, part of his skill is he uses kind of. Um, Navy SEALs uh, distraction tactics by really high pitch just shouting blobby, 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 blobby as he's attacking you, which really disorientates, I'd imagine. Really I'd imagine it's really hard to hold your nerve when he's going blobby, 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 blobby. Stop it! Ah! Oh, brilliant. Um, well, I'll, uh, I'll throw... I'm going to throw one in. Um, and, I, and I'm going to throw one in from... Uh, 
Uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna hold tight and maybe keep this one as my number one, just in case you've. It is your number one. I don't think it is. Uh, but I'm gonna go for one from um, a comedy show, uh, and I'm gonna go. Uh, did you watch Phoenix Nights? Yes. Uh, and I'm gonna go for the name Clinton Baptiste. Um, yep. which it's I, gold. I, it's so good. <laughs> the thought that there's a medium, and he's called. It's just. And the way that you find out the name as well, like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Clinton Baptiste. And then the smoke clears, and obviously there he is, fistful of rings, you know, uh, highlights, and then you just get this big dramatic music and intro, and then you just get, you're right. It's <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah. brilliant. And, yeah, I, I, for some reason, like that character features in... You know, in the two series, I think that character's in it once, you know, for about five minutes. But it's yeah. so memorable. And, yeah, just the name Clinton Baptiste, whether Peter Kay or it was Dave Spike, whoever wrote that, fucking hell, what a brilliant name what, for a character. What I love about this top five is we could have had three of us here, four of us here, and we would all have a different top five, but they would all be great. Yeah. That's what, again, this might was so hard. As I started to go through other ones, I was like, oh, yep. God, how can I not have them in? I said, Bungle is the big reveal that it's not even, <laughs> didn't even make the top five. Oh, dear. Bungle's a good one for me because of my st- stutter. So it becomes a really hard B. So I really sp- smash out a Bungle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a big, bungly word though isn't it it's like yeah. it's a good one like, to belt out R- R- Ron Atkinson had a, a, a stammer and it's why he pronounced Baldrick so powerfully because really? he's, st- he's stuttering on the B he's getting caught there but it made it this iconic delivery of Baldrick I did really not know far that. puncier than just saying Baldrick or yeah. softer yeah wow. and I have that with Bungle <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant have you ever seen original Bungle Yes, horrifying, right? That is so weird. I mean, we've mentioned it on this podcast before, but yeah. if you've never checked that out, just Google Original Bungle, uh, which I does sound like a dance saved compilation. I've on my phone so many times, because every time you mention it in hardcore listing, I can't be asked to scroll through my photos and find it. <laughs> so I Google it, <laughs> and I think, I'll save that. But there's a real... I'm going to see if I can use it for the cover art for, uh, for, for this episode. There's a photo of, like current bungle um uh on uh <laughs> and it, on google and it's just him peering round the side of a wall just his massive bungle head just looking a little bit sinister just looking round the side of a wall brilliant if i can find that it's one of uh, one of my um dormum um is terrified of bungle as well uh and like i sent him that picture and it, he was literally like, please just don't ever show me that again. Like, I can't look at it. It's, it's really weird. Bungle's such a... Uh, Rainbow was shit as well. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't good. It was one of them things that, you know, when I was young, uh, you'd, you were starved for kids' TV. And, like, you know, lunchtime you'd get, like, if you was lucky, you'd get something half-decent for, like, ten minutes. And then it'd be, like, in the half-hour of kids' TV stuff, when it got round the next bit and it was like oh it's rainbow it was so disappointing i mean you you mentioned l- lunchtime there 
how close to lunch were they when they were naming the characters? Because they knock knock it out of the park with Bungle, then they're on to Zippy. It's like that's pretty good. Zippy's got a zippy mouth. Then clearly they're about to go to to, to lunch when they have to name the hippo because they're like, let's just call it George. Yeah. It's like, come on, that's, that's, that's the laziest throw, or just George, I guess. I'm going to Google it just in case his second name's Michael. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the ultimate twist. Bungle Zippy and George Michael, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Genius. Number three, please, Pip. Right, and number three is going to be a show that you've not seen, I think, but it's one of the best bits of n- name writing in the history of TV. Okay. Did you ever watch the live-action series of The Tick? No. It was with Michael Warburton, and The Tick was kind of... a kind of pastiche superhero show. It's kind of a joke superhero show. Before, all the superhero things were everywhere, and The Tick was kind of a comedy superhero. He'd been bitten by a radioactive tick, and he became this big tick, and he's this big blue thing. And there's loads of characters in there. And the live-action show was amazing. They did, like, two series, and then it got cut. And they did a new one, like, more recently. But the original was just perfection, in my opinion. And um, in there, there was a character that was basically Batman. But he was played by... it. So the mayor of their city was a Mexican guy. And he's the mayor, and secretly at night, he's a a vigilante, a, a, a superhero. And his superhero name was Batman Well. <laughs> That's gold. And it's just, it's another one that for months after seeing that for the first time, it had just come to mind as I'm going about my business and living my life. The fact that they made a Mexican Batman and called him Batman Well. <laughs> it's just a perfect pun. There's no f- fat on it it doesn't hang around that's genius and it batman well i always think when like have you ever done a thing where you sort of look at famous people that abbreviate their names and like and then you say their full name and it's weird yeah Yeah. who's the one that you always do melvin gibson (laughs) melvin gibson (laughs) so strange it's genius um well i'm gonna I'm going to throw in one from uh, from a film. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I just somebody that I just think, that just the name is equal parts lovable and equal parts terrifying. Um, and I'm going to say Travis Bickle. Yeah, great name, <laughs> isn't it? It's a good name, that, isn't it? What a name. Yeah. I just think Travis Bickle, that's like... He looks like a Travis, but I wouldn't have had Bickle. And I just think yeah. it softens it a little bit, but it's still spiky enough a word that kind of sits with, you know, the, the, the madness that, that starts to kind of fall out of that character. Is is your other f- film one along the same lines? No, no. My one's from like a, a, a an 80s, like kind of... Because... Uh, Tyler Durden mm. is another cracking film one. Yeah. Again, maybe it's influenced by Travis Bickle because it's got that sti- that yeah. same edgy, that spiky vibe to yeah. it. But Tyler Durden is a wonderful name. Obviously, it's from a book, so it's 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 a technicality on all levels here. But great name. But Travis Bickle, yeah, 
iconic. What was Samuel Jackson's name in Pulp Fiction? I can't remember. Was it, Jul- Ju- was it Julian? What's his fucking name? Julian, Julius, maybe. Julius, yeah. Uh... V- Vincent Vega's a good oh. film star name. Jules Winfield. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great name. I mean, if we're talking lunatics in films, like, you know, then, then just the, the obvious name that you just think, yeah, of course he's a gangster. Tony Montana. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just scream. And what's... Um, so hard to, to say in your own accent as well, and, and not in his voice. That's it, though, isn't it? It is. You just—it's <laughs> yeah. like you, you have to say it in that 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 kind of <laughs> accent. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love it. Right, so we're now on to your number two, aren't we? Number two, yeah. Number two is one that you're not going to have thought of at all. It's not going to have come into your mind as your list. But you're going to hear it and go, of course, it's one of the classics. It's a character from um, a soap. Right, so I've got a soap one. Have you? Yeah. Well, my soap one, you'll be a fan of him as a person oh, mine's as well, a I think. All oh, right. Well, Curly Watts. Oh, get in. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. Yeah. What a name, Curly Watts. I think he's, it was his actual, I can't remember what his real name is, but his character, it was like Norman Curly Watts, wasn't it? I think his yeah, first name was Norman, like but no one called him Norman. And I remember but like... He was in real life, he was in bands and stuff. Yeah. Was, the reason I thought I thought you'd know him, he, like, like, wasn't he in a Smiths video or something? He was in a video for someone like that. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah. he was in like country and western bands as well, I think. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, Curly Watts, good shot. Like, Curly Watts, it's just, yeah, it sits so, yeah, it sits comfortably there. It's a wonderful, there's nothing funny. Like The reason it made it in there was it's not a joke. Yeah. It's just his name and it's just a great name. And he was a dustman. 
It, it fits yeah. even better. Curly Watts. Curly uh, Watts. Who does your bins? Oh, Curly. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> Curly Watts. It makes me think of another one that was on my honourable mentions. On. Um, a character in The Office. Um, I don't know if we ever see him. We just hear him referenced a few times. So simple. So funny every time. I know time. where you're going with this. Monkey Allen. So good. So good. Like, there's, there's... My mate Alan, Alan, who worked with us in HMV, became Monkey Allen immediately after that, for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> there's just that scene at the Christmas party where I, I think, I mean, Gareth Keenan is a brilliant name. Yeah, uh, But there's, there's a bit where Gareth says something really inappropriate and everyone just walks off and then he just looks across the room and goes... Monkey Allen, and just like, <laughs> and just, <Yeah. laughs> and when and when Brent's outside to meet his blind date, and he's like, "Oh no," and she's like, "You're right, I'm here for Monkey, Al- <laughs> Monkey Allen's wife or something," and he's like, "Oh, phew." <laughs> there's quite Monkey Allen. There's quite a few of them sort of names in Fools and Horses as well. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of what they are. You never see any of them. Uh, yeah. But he's always buying stuff off of like someone something, and like, oh, it's driving me mad now. That I can't remember any of them now. I'm put on the spot, but uh, yeah, Curly Watts. Well, I'll, I'll throw in my one from the uh, from the soaps that I think is uh, a brilliant name, uh, Doc Cotton. Doc Cotton, yeah, that's a great <laughs> one, isn't it? That's lovely. And she looks like a dot, doesn't she? Yeah, it's 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 perfect. Mm. Um. Yeah, and it, and it's it's spawned a, a one of the great rap names oh, of brilliant. Dot Rotten. Dot Rotten, great rap name. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I think like I, I love the fact that that's Dorothy Cotton. Yeah, but it's like no, nah, no one's going to be calling her Dorothy and Dot Cotton. Dot Cotton. It just it's so nice to say as well. It just flows. Dot Cotton. Like, yeah. But, but because you mentioned only fools and horses there, I want to just briefly sidebar into some some names because a great one to be in here w- would be Dave. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's not Rodney's name, but R- R- Rodney Trot is a great name, but Gary Sparrow in Goodnight Sweetheart yeah. is a wonderful name. Yeah. Gary Sparrow. Uh, and, and that's Sticks the thing with you. That, that that like the George Michael thing that the Dave gag never gets yeah. boring. No, like there's just yeah. a bit at the wedding. They called him Rodney oh, after Dave. Like, <laughs> it's ju- but there's so many subtle bits at the wedding when Rodney marries Cassandra. They yeah. all toast and it's like Rodney and Cassandra, and everyone goes Rodney and Cassandra, Dave. <laughs> 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 Oh, I've got to like look for some of these only fools and horses uh, characters that you you never hear about. Uh, I mean, Trigger and Boise, all of them are great because they're they're all the names of your dad's mates. Yeah, Trigger, Boise, it's all people that are like from down the pub. Also realistic and yeah, iconic. I've got a thing here called uh, unseen ca- characters that you never see. Chunky Lewis. Harry Slater, Monkey Harris, uh, Paddy the Greek. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant. That was it. Yeah, he used to buy all of his stuff from Paddy the Greek and Ronnie Nelson. Who was the lad 
with the hat and the little moustache. Mickey Pierce. Mickey Pierce. That's a good name as well. <laughs> All of these people that are people I would have sat next to at Millwall at some point. Mickey Pierce's son <laughs> listens to Hardcore Listing. Amazing. And it, 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 we got very close about two years ago to having Mickey Pierce come on here. Uh, I'm glad you extended that. It's just randomly, <laughs> we got v- 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 very close about a year ago. <laughs> Did you? Really weird. <laughs> just randomly became really good friends. Brilliant. Well, look, before you get any honourable, uh, before you get to your number one, which is obviously definitive yeah. and that, that's going to close proceedings for uh, forever. Um, yeah. Do you want to throw some of your honourable mentions in, Pip? This is a kids' TV show that might have been in your era, mm-hmm. but just great name. Alfonso Bonzo. Brilliant. Do you remember Brilliant. Alfonso Bonzo? Yep. Just wonderful, isn't it? I don't remember the show at all. Yep. I looked it up, and apparently it was from a book, and they made this show. I didn't particularly recognise Alfonso mm-hmm. Bonzo, but stuck clearly I mean, with just me. just shout out uh, the Fonz. The Fonz was n- next on my <laughs> list. I've got, I've got the Fonz <laughs> slash Fonzie. <laughs> Arthur Fonzarelli. Brilliant. It's because I'd written down Alfonso Bonzo. And the Fonz is a great one because of all the iterations. So Arthur Fonzarelli would have got in there. The Fonz would have got in there. Fonzie would have got in there. All of his, like, as you said, Dorothy Cotton wouldn't have got in there. No. But Arthur Fonzarelli, we're talking, there was a show... There was a, sh- a show called Pete and Pete that's, that was a real cult show. It was a Nickelodeon show. And me and my brother l- loved it. I've got the box sets. Loads of people didn't watch it, but they had the bad guy kid there. So Pete and Pete were, were two brothers who were b- both called Pete. And the bad guy, the rebel, who kind of b- 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 bullied them and was dangerous, was called Endless Mike. Love which that. is just a wonderful name, Endless Mike. I don't know yeah. what it means... But it's stuck with me so much. So, uh, yeah, uh, there's my kind of honourable mentions there, I think. Brilliant. Shout out to uh, a character I've never seen but heard about a lot, your holiday friend, Bum Bum. Uh, Bum Bum. <laughs> Great name. Great name, Bum Bum. So simple. So simple. So, so naughty. Oh, brilliant. Well, look, I'm going to get my number one in first before Go yours ahead. because uh, it's, it's obviously yeah. it's going to pal in comparison. It's going to bl- blow your mind. Right. Um, mine... I wonder if anyone listening is is guessing my number one at the moment. Okay. Because as soon as I say it, it's all, it g- g- genuinely is obvious. I'm not overhyping it. It's obvious, like when I say it. So they might have got it. But yeah, let's have yours. Um, B. A. Baracus. B. A. Baracus. I love it. Bad attitude, Baracus. <laughs> all of the A team were considered for me because Face is a really good name. Yeah. Murdoch. Howling Mad lovely. Murdoch. Howling Mad Murdoch. But B. A. Baracus. And the fact that it's abbreviated from bad attitude Baracus. Yeah. Oh, it's a good name. It's a isn't hard it? name, isn't it? Like yeah. you would not you would not want to you wouldn't want to get into a wrestling match if a, if someone was entered into the ring as BA Baracus. What's BA stand yeah. for? Bad attitude. Oh, I don't want I don't want to be. But a. then he had something that I get a lot in TV shows. So, so when I'm doing self-tapes, in the bit before, you generally have to put the name of the show the character name, and then your name. Anytime I'm doing sci-fi, fantasy, medieval stuff, m- my name is weirder than the character name. Because I'm having to then put... I'm I'm up for Alan, and my and the actor is Scroobius Pip. And equally, B.A. Baracus, played by Mr. T. Yep. It's like, come yep. on. I mean, he's consistent. On, I mean, let's look at his character. It's equally... In- 
in Rocky Three. Yeah. Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. Great names for B.A. Barakas. Yep. I reckon it's because they thought they had to beat Mr. T. Yeah. Like, he's coming in as Mr. T. We can't call him yeah. Kevin. Yeah. It's got to be Clubber Lang. Bad attitude Barakas. I mean... Rattle off a few from the Rocky franchise. Apollo Creed. I mean, that. Apollo Creed is what a great a name. name. Rocky Balboa in itself. What a great Thunderlips, name. Thunderlips. Was that? Was that? Uh, yep, yeah, that was Hulk's. Uh, Hulk was Hogan's. that Hulk's name? Yeah, Thunderlips. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Wrestling has obviously got some good names, but I didn't go there. I didn't go down that route because there's some... Before we even get to your era of wrestling, let's just, let's just glance at the UK in the 70s. Giant Haystacks is wonderful but then out of context and without it being an iconic thing like you you know they say a band's name is great because of the band like the beatles would be an awful name for your local band because they're the beatles big daddy is not a good name (laughs) no it's not is it it is because of Big Daddy, but out of context, if you had a you if you were at a wrestling event and someone you've never heard of came out and that name didn't exist, they go and coming up, Big Daddy, be like oh oh I f- oh I feel uncomfortable. It feels creepy. It doesn't feel intimidating. It feels wrong. I I always wonder like where people get these names from, like giant haystacks, like at the marketing meeting. Was it just like he was en route to the venue and just went past the field and was like, "Oh, they're big." Like yeah, I might dress as yeah. like a kind of some kind of weird. I don't even know what he was dressed at. He almost like wore like a sort of sack. Like I do remember being terrified of him. Like he was like the evil one, and obviously Big Daddy was the good guy. And yeah, yeah, it was just like I just couldn't wait to see this. Massive fat pensioner in a leotard get in there with the words Big Daddy. I mean, why would you change your name to Big Daddy if your real name's Shirley Crabtree? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a hell of a name. <laughs> yeah. I love the giant haystacks thing because it will have been that the, there was a period after giant haystacks and before the current times when haystacks stop being a thing and that'd be the roles of hay instead yeah. but then legislation was brought in to go back to that because the farmers had to, to guarantee the cows a square meal a day hey okay um so that a, was a square meal that yep a square yep. meal a, a day okay um so confident i'm bringing it back with my number one so don't even care <laughs> how much you know sold that great gag um b dolan would do that on every tour i ever did with him when there was a new person in the van we'd go past any field with hay and he would all he'd stretch it out as well about the legislation and how it was brought through <laughs> europe and was having <laughs> oh brilliant um honorable mention uh marty mcfly um marty mcfly great yeah yeah Really good name. And George McFly uh, is improved by the existence of Marty McFly. Yep, yep, definitely. All right, well... Um, let- McFly! <laughs> exactly, exactly. Again, it's a pronunciation <laughs> thing. Right, let's put this to bed. And, oh. uh, and yeah, close proceedings. Mate, my number one, the best TV character name ever. Dropbags. <laughs> <laughs> so good it's just so good grot bags where did that come from grot bags 
It's perfect. It's so perfect. It's another one that's transcended into the lexicon. Yeah. It, like you think of grot bags as a thing. Grot bags. Grot bags. Bags of grot. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a witch. She's just a witch called Grot Bags. She could have been an 80s wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Come into the ring. Grot Bags. Grot Bags. From parts unknown. Grot Bags. Oh, dear. Is Grot, I wonder if Grot Bags is still alive. Who knows? Did she ever do anything else? I, I was know she what established? Her, I wonder how good her real name was. I, want, I know n- nothing at all about Grot Bags. Well, you but know it's enough. Undeniable. <laughs> Yeah, what more do you I know need enough. Know? Exactly, grot bags. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> it's the it's the one on my top five that did not move once as I was coming up with more and more. What's brilliant is, oh, it's literally on on the Wikipedia. If you put in grot bags, they go through so much stuff before they even mention her actual name, which was uh, <laughs> which was Carol. Uh, Carol. <laughs> Carol Lee Scott. Um, in a costume comprising... Scott Bags. <laughs> Guarantee that was her nickname after that. Uh, a costume, uh, for those that are unaware, I mean, I won't put it on the cover up because uh, it, it's a bit of a... It gives the whole thing away. Um, costume comprising vivid green makeup and wig and witch's cape and hat. Um, yeah, I mean... I always, I, I do also think that she was a little bit scary, wasn't she? Yeah, genuinely a bit scary, genuinely a bit intimidating, and it, yeah, it leads from the introduction. You're introduced to grot bags, and you're not going to feel comfortable, are you? You've got to be pretty scary if you're more terrifying than a grown man with a fucking massive angry bird on his arm. Yeah. Yeah, completely. And again, the laziness of the name of Emu. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's it's an Emu, it's called Emu. Yeah. And then you come up with a gold of grot bags. Yeah, I mean, Rod Hull is a great name. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, Emu, that's lazy, isn't it? That's like Bob Carrollgees and Dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Bob Carrollgees is quite a good name. Uh, <laughs> that's a lovely name. <laughs> oh, I mean, where do you go after grot bags? That's such a that, that's a great shirt, mate. Oh dear, grot bags. But this is also a great one for for suggestions in the comments because mm. I genuinely feel with another twenty four hours, yeah. I'd come up with a load. Grot bags would still be number one, yeah. but I'd come up with a load more that are challenges. This, this should be a regular feature on uh, any future drunk cast. You've all got to. Yep. You've all got to bring a name, like yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's now also going to be my new party game. It's fucking endless, isn't it? <laughs> endless, Mike. <laughs> Shout out to Prison Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Pip. Thanks for giving up your time today to uh, no to, problem, to stand mate. in for Christopher. It's much appreciated, mate. Um, distraction pieces. Um, I mean, and debris. What's happening? Distraction pieces continuing on and on and on. I've recorded some amazing episodes for June. So, and obviously, as I said, we've had this whole month of May where I've had six episodes all about mental health and the pandemic, talking to, as well as you and Chris and my goddaughter and my mum and dad, Simon Pegg, Florence Pugh, Elena Heady, um, Dame Baptiste, uh, 
Jordan Stevens, Jordan Gray, Gail Porter, Rich Wilson, Jade Adams, so many good people. So yeah, nice. It's been a hell of a a hell of a run. And debris. When can we all see that in the UK? We don't know. There's not a UK release date yet. As we record this, the finale is on in America on Monday. Okay. So when it comes out, it will have already been on. And I'm, my thought is, once the finale's aired, we'll get word on if it's going to be on Amazon or yeah. on Netflix or whatever else. So. Wicked. Yeah, fingers crossed on that. But it seems to have been going down, going down well. So that's always good news. Blind him. Thanks loads, Pip. Cheers, mate. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.